This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Parshas Kairach Tavshin Peibes. This parsha is about Kairach arguing with Meisha and saying, Meisha, why are you taking all the positions of authority for yourself? There are other people in Klai Yisrael who are deserving, referring to himself. In fact, Kairach was someone who was a Balichus. He had a very special family tree. Ba'ikach, Kairach, Ben Yitzhar, Ben Kosh, Ben Levi. And therefore he's saying, Meisha, why are you taking everything yourself? The truth is, Kairach was a Talmud Chacham. Kairach was a righteous person. Kairach was a wealthy person. He was a charming person. People like Kairach. And yet, that itself is what blocked Kairach. Because Kairach said, if I'm so special, why am I not getting such a position? He explains of Simchabunim the Rebbe Rabunim, that Kairach was right. There were great things in store for him. In fact, there was a special position waiting for Kairach. Just like the Kohanim have a Kain Gadol, so to the Levium we're supposed to have a position called Levi HaGadol. And that position of Levi HaGadol was supposed to go to Kairach. But he pushed ahead. As the saying goes in Yiddish, Don't try to get ahead. Or as we say in Davani, Our steps should be arranged. You don't go to one step before you do the step before that. Don't jump ahead. How does a person know when he's jumping ahead, if you're causing harm to others, if you're doing things without thinking, if you're doing things that perhaps are wrong, then you know you're pushing ahead. And in fact, explains the Rebbe Rabunim, we see the Mida Kenegimida with Kairach. What was Kairach's end? He was swallowed up by the earth. Why that punishment of everything? It was Mida Kenegimida. Every person at the end of their life, when they finish their Tafkid after 120, we end up in the earth. And therefore, Kairach, who's constantly rushing ahead, Hashem said, fine, you want to rush ahead? Rush ahead all the way to the end. And you'll end up in the earth now already. And that's what happened to him. And therefore, it's so important that a person realizes we all have greatness waiting for us. But we have to get there one step at a time. In Russia, Jews were not allowed to live wherever they wanted. We were confined to certain areas, certain cities, certain villages. Definitely not allowed in St. Petersburg in the capital. At one point, the mother of Nikolai II, whose name was Maria Fiadorona, she was reading a book about Jews. And they would describe how the Jews would go with these long bushy beards and big side locks, big payas, and long black coats and big hats and bushy beards. And some of them would wear these short pants with socks. And she never saw them before. And of course, she would walk around St. Petersburg. She would never see them because the Jews were not allowed there. So she told one of her servants, she says, you know, if you ever see one of these Jews around, promise him a hundred rubles or bring him to me. I'd like to speak to him and meet him. They, they, they seem so interesting. I, I'd like to get to see them, one of them and speak to them. Sure. So, of course, her guards kept their eyes open, but they didn't see any. One day, there was a fellow, Malamid, living in one of the cities where the Jews are allowed to live. And unfortunately, he had a run-in with the authorities and things were very difficult for him. And he had to come to St. Petersburg to clear it up, to fix this issue. So he went to the local authorities in his village, and he got permission, he got papers to go to St. Petersburg. He was allowed to stay there for two days. So he comes to St. Petersburg, and he's walking around such a big city, he's never seen a place, he's lost, he's looking around where to go. And all of a sudden, one of these guards, one of the Queen Mother's guards, saw him. He was running over to him, he goes, you, Jew, turn around. And he sees him, he goes, the Jews, he goes, what are you doing here? 
So he's all scared. He shows him the papers. He said, I'm here to take care of this issue. He says, listen here, tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock in the morning, you are to come to the palace. The queen wants to speak to you. The two looks, he turned white, like what's going to happen to him now? And the guy says, don't worry, don't worry. Whatever issue you have, you're here for, she'll take care of it. Plus, she's going to give you 100 rubles for your problems. She just wants to talk to you. It's your lucky day. He hears this, the guy walks away. He doesn't know what just hit him. On one hand, he's going to get 100 rubles. 100 rubles. It will take him years to make 100 rubles. And the problem that he has, the queen mother, she'll take care of it, no problem. But he's trying to think, it was, how can I show up to the queen dressed the way I am? With a big bushy beard and his pay is coming out and, and a long coat. She's going to think of some weird type of creation. She may get angry at me. She may yell at me. Who knows? She may put me in prison. And after a long thought, he had no, no other idea what he can do. With a heavy heart, he went into the barber. And he asked the barber to shave off his beard and to cut off his payas. He had no choice. He's going to the queen, to the king's mother. So he goes to the barber shop, shaves off his payas, shaves off his beard. He goes to a clothing store. He orders a short jacket and regular pants. He even gets a tie. And he puts it on. He looks into the mirror. He didn't even recognize himself. He, he felt weird. He felt he looked weird. But he said, what could I do? I have no choice of going in front of the queen. Sure enough, the next morning, he gets up early. He goes to Davin. And then he goes to the palace. And he's waiting outside. He had to be there at 10 o'clock in the morning. He's waiting outside. Sure enough, at 10 o'clock, the guard he met yesterday comes out. And he's looking around. And this guy runs over. He goes, you're looking for me, right? And he looks at him. He says, you? Who are you? So what do you mean? I'm the guy you spoke to yesterday. He told me to come here at 10 o'clock. He says, he looks him up and down. He says, you look very different yesterday. He says, yeah, well, I have to prepare. I don't want to get in trouble. He says, okay, come in. And he brings her, brings him to the queen's mother, to the king's mother. And she looks at him and goes, what are you doing here? He says, you wanted a Jew. Here's a Jew. She goes, I have plenty of clean-shaven people who wear short jackets. I don't need to see this guy. I want to see a genuine Jew. Get out of here. And she sends him out. And he leaves the palace. No hundred rubles. His problem is not fixed. His time is almost up to be in St. Petersburg. And now he's going to have to go back home looking the way he looks with his beard shaved and his payas off. And that's what happens. When a person has an opportunity for something, don't push ahead. Have to have betachin. Hashem has what's for us prepared. And if we do and have betachin, we will always get what is meant for us. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.